The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Today, though, we are back to talking about Prime IV. And today I have the honor of having Connor back on the line today to talk about high doses of IV vitamin C and glutathione. So I want to welcome Connor to the line. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time so much. I always get excited to have you on because you are a wealth of knowledge. But also, I feel as if I am well-versed in the nutraceutical vitamin standpoint. But yet, every time I end up talking to you, I somehow end up learning a little bit more. And I always appreciate that. So That's great to hear. I love that. Do you mind sharing with me again what your title with Prime IV is and where you've gained all of your knowledge and expertise? Yeah, absolutely. So I am the training coordinator uh, for Prime IV. Um, I'm also our telemedical liaison. So I work kind of in a unique facet where I teach um, our franchisees and all of their nurses exactly what we do and about all of our products. And then I also teach all of our doctors as well. So we have a very large group of telemedical uh, providers and medical directors that we put through training very similar to the staff where we go through kind of everything we're talking about here, all of our nutraceuticals and how they work in the body and and things like that. And so um, I guess my wealth of knowledge has just kind of come through just years of just studying and studying. And when Prime first got founded, um, I actually started um, just being a paramedic, working at a location And then they're like, hey, we need somebody that's willing to kind of take the initiative and work with our clinical team and develop our protocols and really research in depth what all these things do. Um, And then that's kind of where I took up hold as a as a a trainer and a teacher with Prime and just been here ever since. So it's kind of a little bit about me. You know, it's um, what I would speak to is amazing. I was actually in the spa earlier this week. And we had someone who had come in and wanted an IV and uh, she had a kidney transplant. And so there was a couple things that she was concerned about. So we had the opportunity to get her in front of one of those doctors in a telehealth. And the doctor was very well versed. And, you know, if you've had this organ transplant, here are some of the vitamins I would stay away from. Here are the ones that I feel like are safe for you. And she was so incredibly happy to be able to have that knowledge and and guidance. So it was really awesome to see on the back end of things, everything that you're doing from a medical doctor telehealth standpoint. So we appreciate that. 
awesome. It's good to hear. Yeah. So let's talk first and foremost, just a little bit. The things that I have learned going through is that our compounding standards that we have at Prime IV are very different than some of the other ones. So everywhere can do IVs. But that being said, someone the other day asked us, how come your Myers cocktail isn't green? <laughs> I had to say, oh, and, um, I wasn't there for it. So I asked the team member, I said, well, how did you respond? And she goes, you know, I I just smiled and said, uh, you know, we do things a little bit differently. And, you know, in my brain, I'm always like, why is, why is there Myers cocktail uh, for an IV green. And so the more that I learned about what we do differently. So I would love if you just spoke a little bit, kind of our different higher compounding standards that we have at Prime IV. Absolutely. Yeah. So we um, at Prime, we basically function just like a pharmacy would. So we're regulated um, under all the same guidelines. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that um, some of these other places that you can get IV therapy through, um, you know, nowhere else in the world is functioning like in compounding IVs like a pharmacy would. So we're under the same regulation, the same legal standards. Um, and so we make sure that we uphold those to the highest letter that we can. We make sure that we function exactly like we would, just like if we were um, in a pharmacy. So we follow all of the 797 compounding guidelines. Um, so we take really the gold standard when it comes to safety and um, and how we compound all of our nutrients. And we do it in a very, very well-regulated, very well-controlled setting. Um, and then we do it in a way that makes sure that everything that's going to the patient is very safe. So we check the osmolarity and the tonicity and the pH of everything we compound, and we make sure it's very, very safe when it goes through an IV. Um, and then outside of that, we make sure that all the dosing is very safe. We want to give really, really high dosing so that when people come through, they get that therapeutic threshold for their body. But we also want to make sure that we're doing it in a way that doesn't make them sick or give them, you know, any kind of ill effect that they're not looking for. So we've, we've done a lot of testing, a lot of trial with it. And then the way we give it, um, we just make sure that, you know, it's administered to the safest possible standards as well, not just compounded. But when we administer it, we make sure that the patient is very comfortable, everyone feels great. And then, um, of course, they're getting the best and most um, absorption and everything that they can out of each IV they get from us. Well, and I think what speaks volumes as well is that um, person is talking about with the kidney transplant. I know one of the things they said to take out was magnesium. In the average place, if you're not hand compounding, where it's one way said, oh, yeah, that's easy. We'll just take the magnesium out. But if you have this like pre-mixed right. green package, you, you can't take out the magnesium. So and it just, yeah. yeah that's a huge thing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We see a lot of other places uh, actually to get around compounding, just like you said, um, and all the regulations and, and everything that comes with it, um, they'll buy pre-made cocktails and the dosing is very low. It has a really weird consistency. It looks a little strange in the vial. Um, so when it comes out, it's a little bit different than what people will see when they come to us because we actually take every individual nutrient and then we compound it um, basically in a tabletop pharmacy um, with, with all of those standards to make it that way it's safe for the client. And then just like you mentioned, if anyone comes in and they can't have certain nutrients or certain vitamins, we're able to take those out or swap them around. That way we, you know, we're always putting patient safety first. Um, someone said this to me the other day and I thought it was hilarious. So I was in the spa and if you're just tuning in, it's primeivgreenwood.com, 317-882-8889. 
And they said, so what you're telling me, it's kind of like if you go to the restaurant and you have a pre-made margarita that's in like the machine that spins versus having like a handmade margarita. And I was like, that is oddly a very good (laughs) analogy. (laughs) Because like, it's always better when you hand pour it versus it being in the machine pre-mix. You've got like the syrup and you're like, this is kind of weird, but I guess it's what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, well, I'm going to hold that margarita um, analogy in the back of my brain and use it for the radio. And here we are. So let's roll in. Again, if you're just tuning in, I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. Today, we are talking about Prime IV Greenwood. If you want to check us out, you can go to our website, primeivygreenwood.com. That's primeivygreenwood.com. Or give us a call, 317-882-8889. Today, we're talking about IV vitamin C and glutathione. So Connor, I would love to roll in. Okay, let me tell you this. So when we were getting prepared to open and I was gaining knowledge and sharing it with the team that we have at Prime IV, I stumbled upon this two, two and a half hour long podcast and it was all science and it was all of vitamin C and the benefits of IV vitamin C. And so I shared it with the team. I'm like, hey, while you're setting up chairs and doing all the things, like just put this on the background. It's some great background music. Um, But I was astonished. Like you always know vitamin C is good and you take it because, you know, back in the day, people in the holes of ship that um, they were not eating any fruits or vegetables became vitamin C deficient and they got scurvy, right? Yeah. And so now we don't really see scurvy as much because just if you're getting a very small amount, but now when we're looking at these larger amounts, um, what if you were to say you would like to highlight a couple aspects of vitamin C, what would be a couple to start of higher doses of IV vitamin C? Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's such a good question. So vitamin C is really unique and, you know, we see a lot of antioxidants, like, you know, talk about NAD, we're going to talk about glutathione. A lot of these work um, in our body to maintain our radox system. So it just basically maintains our um, reactive oxygen species, which are our free radicals. So free radicals, of course, when they get really bad or they overpopulate a cell, they can cause a lot of damage. Well, we know that as this happens, it starts to promote the mutation of cells, the development of cancer and things like that. And so NAD is really, really impressive with working on that, working on um, killing off a lot of cancer cells. It actually is responsible for, um, uh, it actually promotes and converts into hydrogen peroxide in our body. And so hydrogen peroxide is really important for scavenging senescent cells and free radical cells, which are all these really toxic things in our body. Um, and then we see that it works on really impressive areas of our body to basically shut down um, and starve cancer of sugar through our glycolysis process. And so really, I think that's what a lot of people like to hear about when it comes to, NA, or to vitamin C is how it works in our body to work on these bad cells and these mutated cells and these cancerous cells. And that's probably the most significant thing I see with it. Yeah. Well, and here's a lot of the times people think, why don't I've never had cancer. I don't have cancer. And that's an aspect for me. I had a mentor. uh, His name was Dr. Charlie Majors. And he had headaches for a little bit. Well, it turns out it was 
actually stage four glioblastoma, which is a very deadly brain tumor. And he, you know, they gave him two months to live, two weeks, I'm sorry. I said, chemo and therapy and radiation won't even buy you time. There's no point to do it. He's like, you don't get to choose when I go like the big guy upstairs does. And so he started doing all of these more natural therapies. But I mean, he lived for seven additional years, seven and a half. And he said one day, he said, you know what the best way to fight cancer is? You know, and everyone's ears perked up and they paid attention to him. And he said, never frigging get it to begin with. And I was like, oh my gosh, like one, that is a terrible answer to what you asked, but two, it is the best thing, but most people don't realize every single person, cancer cell is an abnormal cell, right? And we're all walking around with abnormal and cancer cells, but when the immune system's depleted or cancer is fed enough, that's, and it starts to overtake the body, that's where cancer truly becomes a problem. And so I see all of the little things that we do in everyday life and the oxidative stress that it causes. So I know there was a couple like really good words, like big words that you used in there. So if you were talking to the average person, the lay person, and you would say from a like cancer, because again, reminder, here's our... um, disclaimer we don't um, find disease we don't treat disease anywhere not greenwood family chiropractic not prime iv but this is one that research can show and support iv vitamin c's benefit on cancer right we see when we talk about um like the the cells we talk about free radicals so anybody that reads medical journals they're going to call it reactive oxygen species and that's just a really big term for free radicals and free radicals are basically um, like they're important for our cells and they're important for our body. But when we get too much of them, which basically what they are is they are molecules that are missing an electron. And so they're just basically these, these bad things that kind of build up over time. And we take antioxidants to balance them out. And antioxidants are things like vitamin C and glutathione, CoQ10, and so what these do is they they help donate electrons to balance out free radicals. And so this balance is really important to keeping our cells really, really healthy. And when we don't have enough antioxidants, then we basically start developing a lot of death and a lot of decay in these cells because these free radicals just kind of overpopulate the cells. And um, you used a great analogy when we talked about NAD, but it's kind of like when you bite into an apple, and you leave it on the counter and it kind of starts to turn brown. That's kind of what happens to our cells. And so we don't really want that to happen because as that happens, we start developing mutation of these cells, which can turn cancerous. And so blocking this from ever happening is really the important thing. And so that's what comes into things like vitamin C, which stop the free radical development. They help our DNA. Um, and then what they also are going to do is prevent our cells from turning um, really toxic, which are called senescent cells. And so senescent cells are these really bad free radical cells that just never died off in our body. And they're just leaking toxins into our cells and they're corrupting and destroying all these good parts of our body. And so things like vitamin C and NAD, they work really, really, really well. Um, at stopping the development of senescent cells, the development of cancer cells. Um, and 
Um, like you said, all the research is out there. One of the, the key things that I think you'll see a lot of references about is in tumors. And we see that a lot of tumors that are exposed to high doses of vitamin C suffer what they call as a growth arrest, which basically is the stopping or the, um, the slowdown of the growth of these tumors in our body. And we see that also in the metastasis. So there's a lot of studies that reference high-dose vitamin C and its ability to prevent the spread and the further growth um, of these, these tumors and this inflammation and all of this stuff. Um, and we see it in a couple areas that actually we have um, proteins. We have a senescent protein that vitamin C actually blocks um, in our body, which is really, really important because that is what helps destroy the metastasis and the development of these really bad and unhealthy cells. Um, and there's something in our body that the research actually relates to, and it's called our 5-MHC. And that is a biomarker. They typically see it in lung cancer. Um, but we see that when this biomarker um, is directly correlated to cancer survival, and we see patients that see, get a lot of vitamin C and when our cells have a lot of vitamin C, this biomarker goes up and they see a lot of increases um, directly correlated with cancer survival and the reduction in cancer with this, this biomarker. And so there is a lot of research out there um, around how vitamin C works in these areas of our body. And, and like, like you said, even though we don't treat it, a lot of people have been starting to notice the research and they've kind of started to come and ask questions with us about it. I have uh, uh, someone who came in and she's been getting high doses of vitamin C because she said um, this is what she's been doing successfully now for the last several years for her cancer treatment paired with a like a functional medicine oncologist. And she was like, yeah, I'll go to the doctor if I have a stroke, a heart attack, or broken bone. <laughs> and I was like, those are all very good places. You know, because she's got more of a naturally minded oncologist that she's been working with. I thought it was very interesting. And at, to that point, too, Again, it's not a test for or without cancer, but organic acid test. We do something in the chiropractic office, uh, which is metabolomics. It's functional medicine. And it looks at oxidative stress and it looks at lipid peroxidase, but it also looks at 8-OHDG. 8-OHDG is a biomarker. So basically, it's a, the lab's test tell us when that is positive and in excess, that's actually showing where there's damage starting to the cellular DNA. The solution to that, and one of the reasons why I opened and helped open Prime IV Greenwood, is the fact that I had all of these patients. I'm like, cellularly, this doesn't say you have or don't have cancer, but it is it has a biomarker that says you have damage to the DNA in your cells. And the solution to that was IV vitamin C and glutathione. It's the most effective. It's the most potent. It's um, like the streamlined process of fixing it. And there was nowhere to go in, in the Southern Indianapolis area. And so that is the like one of the main purposes. And I was one of those people. Like I just with stress and kids in the office and all the things, I was like, wow, that marker is really high and that's really scary. And I couldn't find anywhere to go. And so it's been so interesting as I've done follow-up tests doing the high doses of vitamin C and glutathione. And one, not only do I feel better, like to see those, that change, I'm like, what could have or may have been, I will never know because I was proactive on the front end of things, taking that test and seeing what was happening. It was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. And I mean, we even see, you know, same things with like NAD and things like that too. And 
you know, one thing that's really interesting, and because it's funny, we got this question today, and I think it's a perfect, perfect segment with what we're talking about. But people ask, like, you know, well, why can I have vitamin C? And why is it so good for, you know, when you talk about these bad cells and these cancer cells, but why is NAD, like, why does it work to heal a lot of these things? And so one of the things that we advise, and a lot of people get a lot of research from like the Reordan Clinic and things like that, which specialize in a lot of um, like high dose vitamin C infusions for cancer and things like that. Well, there's research that shows that NAD can heal and work on a lot of cancer cells where vitamin C works to actually suppress them and reduce them. Well, we educate a lot of people that they need to maintain a really low sugar diet with vitamin C if they're looking for it for anything in these purposes. And it's because it actually works to starve cancer cells of sugar by shutting down our glycolysis process, which is how our body turns sugar into like ATP and things like that. Well, this same process is really important for NAD. So we actually see that um, we want NAD levels low during the time that somebody's taking high doses of vitamin C because it actually works to um, help starve these cancer cells. And so, you know, we say cell death is bad, but what we see is that vitamin C actually causes cell death of cancer cells. So it doesn't do it in good cells, but it does it in these bad cells. Um, and it does it also with like hydrogen peroxide uh, production, like I talked about. So you'll see in a lot of studies like H2O2 is produced from high dose vitamin C. Um, and they work together in that purpose. And so that's why we tell a lot of people not to take NAD, you know, with vitamin C if they're taking it for these reasons and things like that. So super interesting stuff. Wonderful. So one of the aspects, too, that I want to touch base on when we come back is when we talk about uh, vitamin C needed for stress hormones, but then, too, immune system as a natural antihistamine. And we'll touch more about that next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Today, we are talking all things Prime Ivy Greenwood. PrimeIvyGreenwood.com, or you can give us a call, 317-882-8889. If you mention that you came from the radio, your initial appointment will be 15% off, 1-5-15% off. Today, I have the honor of Connor. <laughs> Connor, thanks for joining us today. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. I always love being on. Um, okay, so let's dive in because I want to be able to utilize a lot of your knowledge. So we talked about more oxidative stress, DNA damage. Oftentimes people relate IV vitamin C with cancer um, and, and helping with that abnormal cells. But I want to shift gears a little bit before we talk about stress or any histamine in terms of vitamin C. Now, I did a decent amount of research 
And when I would tell people about oral consumption of vitamins, I would tell them stay away from ascorbic acid because it's not very bioavailable. So when I started to see that in our spot, Prime IV, that we use preservative-free ascorbic acid. So my brain, I kind of thought like, oh, well, it's, it's probably not the best source. I wonder if there's a different source that we could utilize. But when I did more of a deep dive, it appears that ascorbic acid from an IV standpoint is kind of the like gold echelon, like it's the gold standard of vitamin C. So I'd love if you just spoke a little bit to that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we see, you know, ascorbic acid typically when it's in oral form, it just does not have the right pathways to absorb the way that it needs to. And so we see it's just not very bioavailable, meaning the body just can't grab it and use it the way that it wants to. Now, IV ascorbic acid, just like you said, the body really has no downtime with it. So with it being through the IV, it doesn't have to go through the process, you know, just like normal oral vitamins do where we lose, you know, 70, 80% or so. So high dose IV vitamin C, your body's getting that almost right about almost hundred percent of absorption. And there's really no um, inability for the body to process it. So when we give it through the IV, um, it doesn't have to try and find the right receptors. It doesn't have to be in the right environment. The body's just able to take it and do exactly what we expect it to. Um, and then the clients, of course, are getting, you know, far more 80, maybe even more percent absorption than they would through even some of the best oral vitamin C that they can find on the market. Okay. I feel like you need to say that again a little bit louder because I feel like that's a really important component. Say that statistic again. Oh, so will we see that maybe 20% of oral vitamins absorb on a, on a standard basis? So even the best oral vitamins in the world, we see maybe 25% absorption. And that's without anybody with any GI issues or malabsorption or leaky gut um, or any autoimmune issues, which all start in the gut. So as these start to develop, we start getting less and less absorption. And so anybody that's taking, you know, oral vitamin C at home there, we know that for one, if it's ascorbic acid, you're really not absorbing it. The body just can't use the right pathways to get it where it needs to go. So getting 80 or 90% more absorption is substantial for anyone that's getting these through the IV. So, you know, we know the ascorbic acid we're giving you, you get almost 100% absorption just nearly. And it's a massive benefit for doing exactly what we want it to do for the body. Yeah, I, I, I think that's so, so important. And then the other aspect too that, um, so if you come in to Prime IV Greenwood, so we're located at the corner of Smith Valley and 135. We're right in between the Qdoba and the UPS store. So if you were to walk in to our spa, Prime IV, uh, we would say you can have 12,000 milligrams, but you can't have 24 or 36 without a specific blood test. Is there a reason why 12? And what does that blood test end up showing? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, 12 grams of vitamin C is a really safe threshold. So what we do is we see that the body with certain vitamins and certain medications can cause, um, or sorry, experience something called hemolysis. And hemolysis is basically the death of blood cells. We don't want that to happen. And so this is, and just to preface, it's in a very, very rare, very specific case of people. But what we do just to ensure that, you know, we never take that chance with any of our customers, we have them get what's called a G6PD test, and that is our glucose 6-phosphate enzyme. 
Um, and what that does is it makes sure that you're not deficient and that there's no risk of that with high dose vitamin C. Now we see this um, potential at, at about 15 grams or 15,000 milligrams and higher. So we make sure there's a nice safe buffer that, you know, if anybody were to come in and they want to get a really nice dose of vitamin C, they still can. And there's no risk factors that we have to worry about. Now we offer that 25 and that 50 grams of vitamin C. So if anybody wants to come in and they're looking for those, um, we just have them get that one-time blood test done. We make sure that they're not deficient in that G6PD enzyme. And as long as they're not, then they are safe to do that high-dose vitamin C. Um, and, you know, we get the question with that too. You know, there, there are some locations that go higher. You know, there's 75 or 100 grams of vitamin C. We don't go that high just because of the, um, the things that you have to put in with the vitamin C to balance it out. So it has to be in a very specific type of fluid, Typically, it has to be given with sodium bicarb and potassium and all these other things. So 50 grams um, is our limit just because it's very safe for the client and it doesn't have to have all of these extra things um, that, you know, to balance it out and make sure that it's what we call as its osmolarity and its pH is safe to administer. So that's why we don't go above that as well. Here's um, and for us where we're located at. So we have an any lab test now that is two minutes from us. And so it is so easy if the average um, person who comes in, so that cancer patient I was telling you about said, I want more. And we said, just go right down the street. Like, it's really simple. It's walking. It's not even fasting. You can go right now. We'll have it back in 24 hours and you're good to go. So for us, yeah. it is so like, you don't need a doctor's order. You don't have to explain to your general practitioner why you need G6PD for, you know, like you're just going and say, Hey, here's what I need. We can write it down for you. And it's an in and out in less than five minutes. It's so incredibly simple. So. It's huge. Mm -hmm. I, I love any lab test now. They make it so simple, especially for like, you know, vitamin D and any of that, just that that rare blood work. You just kind of want to get done to kind of see where you're at. It's so simple to walk in and get their stuff done. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. And it's like literally in our backyard. It's one of the best things ever. Now, um, let's just talk a little bit. I, one of we and I think one of our um, the glow, there's vitamin C in there. And people say, well, why would I need that? Because I thought it was just for immune system. But vitamin C does a couple other things in terms of stress hormones. So um, I don't know. We talk often here about adrenal fatigue and adrenal function. So I think yeah. that might be a great one to touch base on if we can. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Adrenal fatigue is definitely a real thing for sure. And we see, you know, it's just like everybody thinks of it like you think of that fight or flight response. And just over time, it kind of starts to wear out and our body's not producing essentially those same hormones that we need in those areas. And it comes from, you know, over caffeine consumption and just burn out of those adrenal glands and, you know, our lifestyle and things like that. And so as people really kind of start to take more control of their life, they notice, I mean, especially in a lot of adrenal supplements, if you look, you know, in, in the oral market and things like that, vitamin C is a big part of it. And it's because it's really important for our uh, stress hormone production. And so it's very good at a couple things. For one, it, it can lower your cortisol levels, which of course we want to make sure that we don't have really high stress hormones in our body. But it also helps with our catecholamines, which are our natural um, hormones that kick in during that fight or flight response, which are really important. So like epinephrine, norepinephrine, serotonin, of course, which is important for healthy mood. Epinephrine and norepinephrine are our, those stress hormones. So it speeds up our heart rate and it constricts our blood vessels and all of these things. And so 
um, those hormones are really important. They're very good for our body. And vitamin C is definitely one of those things that helps to detox all the bad stuff that's inhibiting those and then really help our body to produce them by helping with what you'll see is called the synthesis in medical journals when it talks about it. So it helps to synthesize or create these hormones um, that are so important, especially with adrenal fatigue. Well, and I like to think that, well, one, I am a coffee consumer. I'm like, hey, here's all the really clean, healthy versions of coffee you can drink, like real coffee. I like, I enjoy real coffee. Um, <laughs> uh, but I like to talk, so I'm like, oh, this is going to help my adrenals because I have like a moderate amount of stress, but then also I drink coffee. So I'm like, yes, go adrenals. But also what I don't think a lot of people know is that vitamin, we do, we take oral consumption of all of this collagen, but your body needs vitamin C to produce its own collagen. So I like to think that I'm just going to look like I'm young forever. And people ask me, so I might, um, they're like, how old are you? And I'll always say like 20 years older than I really am. I'm like, I just look like this because I have all of this extra collagen because of the vitamin C. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, awesome. Real thing for sure. Like collagen production. And I can tell you like, you know, I know one of the things that we've mentioned at the start of this too is glutathione. Both of those are so important for the damage that occurs to our cells, like, you know, in our skin. And a lot of people don't realize that our skin is made up of the same cells as anywhere else in our body. And so those, those endothelial cells, those skin cells get a lot of damage from a lot of different things. And so vitamin C producing collagen and, you know, detoxing those toxins that lay under the skin, all that inflammation, glutathione's ability to really heal and reverse that process. I mean, it's just, it's, it's really significant. Oh, you know what? So I have been getting IVs from other places, which is what taught me a lot of things. But I've always loved vitamin C and glutathione. You can ask me, like, what do you think I should get today? And anyone who asks me, I can know nothing about you. It doesn't matter. I'm like, vitamin C and glutathione, vitamin C and glutathione, vitamin C and glutathione. Like, I don't, it just, it's, and people think I'm crazy, but I'm, when you look at the need for vitamin C and all of the things that it does, glutathione is your body's master antioxidant. But here's what's crazy is that um, where I was going, they would always mix it in. So I visited a Prime IV in Ohio before we um, opened up in Greenwood. And they're like, well, we need to do it separate because it competes together. I'm like, what sort of shenanigans is this? Like, I've been getting IVs for years. And they've always just added it in the same bag. And they're like, they can't. It competes against each other. I'm like, this sounds like it's made up. And then um, the more I got to know. And so I feel like this is a huge thing because I feel like the average people are mixing vitamin C and glutathione, Connor. You know, it is a real thing and it happens all across the country. And we have really taken a stance to make sure our locations understand why we don't do it. And that is, it's very true. They do, they cannot be mixed in the same solution for an extended period or they tend to cancel each other out. They just overcompete. They're two, two just really big antioxidants. They want to do a lot of things in the body. And when we give them at the same time or they're mixed for too long, the body just can't use them the way that it needs to. Now our blood circulates so quickly that giving it at the end of the drip, our body has the ability to take these nutrients, use them, start putting where they want to go before that glutathione comes in. and They're not mixing and counteracting each other in that same bag of fluid. Um, but we also see that they're, they have two things, right? Like they, they're very important together. They work really well together in the body. They're important for each other. Um, you know, there's a lot of really important things, but when they're mixed as well, we also see, you know, I talked about how 
hydrogen peroxide is produced from vitamin C, there is a lot of a chance that when glutathione mixes with vitamin C, it prevents vitamin C from turning into hydrogen peroxide. So it, it, you know, it starts limiting its effects on our immune system. It starts limiting its effects on um, that right, white blood cell production. And it starts limiting its effects on scavenging these really bad cells in our body. So we want to give them, we want to give them together. We just don't mix them. So just like you said, we push at the end. We make sure we're really careful so people get the most out of it. I thought that was so interesting. I'm like, so has it been pointless that I've been doing this in the same one for the last couple of years? And they just kind of blankly stared at me. Like when someone was like, why is my Myers green? And you just kind of blankly stare and you're like, words are important. Be kind with them. You know, like, <laughs> it does. Okay, so... I want to roll in. We have uh, about 10 more minutes left, but I want to roll in. So if you were to say um, two more just quick points about the benefits of the higher doses of vitamin C before we roll into glutathione, what would those things be? You know, two other things that I think people really don't realize when it comes to vitamin C. One for your athletes, it's actually really, really important for flushing lactic acid out of our muscles. And it's incredible for tissue repair. So for athletes, um, having that, especially through the IV, right? We've already talked about absorption. We talked about why IV therapy is so important for our athletes. We see it's substantial, especially with assisting with exercise tolerance. So their ability to go under this physical stress for so much longer without that lactic acid building up and causing all of that, that soreness and that stress. Um, that's one really big thing. And the other thing is, is it flushes out a lot of alcohol out of our body. So people that want to take care of their liver, people that, um, you know, that have any kind of, you know, maybe they've had a long weekend or a long night of drinking. They're like, what can I do to kind of just flush out a lot of stuff out of my body? Vitamin C has a really um, unique ability to counteract and basically neutralize alcohol in our system. So, um, two, two really crazy things, but the more, you know, so. Okay. Do you have one more? Cause those were really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else. I would say. Oh, I don't. Probably... I, well, I did tease. I did tease uh, vitamin C as a natural antihistamine. I think people think that seasonal allergies are mm -hmm. just something that's normal, but uh, allergies, anything, a seasonal allergy is a histamine response. It's your body's immune response to typically a harmless chemical or substance. That's why you can be ragweed in another person's pollen, right? There's nothing wrong with those things, but your immune system's attacking those things. So that's where I feel like, I, I guess I teased in it and I didn't actually come to fruition, but vitamin C is a natural antihistamine, but it has it all is. of these other aspects too that are versus the standard antihistamine that you're like, oh, no big deal. It'll just shut down your brain and cause dementia. <laughs> like, Oh my goodness. And you know what is so funny and people don't realize that you just brought up a perfect point. So there's actually two forms of histamine, right? There's H1 and there's H2. So standard histamine blockers are H2 blockers, right? And they block out for allergies and allergens that are popular in our body. But um, the other form of histamine that we have is produced from acid reflux. And so a lot of people don't realize that Pepsid and these other, you know, acid reflux blockers are actually going to be blocking that other form of histamine. And, um, uh, it's an H1 blocker. And so vitamin C actually works on both histamines in our body. So it's actually good for both of those things. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to maximize your life today is prime Ivy Greenwood. So prime Ivy Greenwood.com that's prime Ivy Greenwood.com or give us a call 317-882-8889.
882-8889. Mention you're from the radio and you get 15% off your first visit, 1515. Connor, let's talk glutathione. Oh, my love. Yes. So what, tell, tell me your thoughts on glutathione and um, explain to people why I'm obsessed and I love it so much. <laughs> you know, glutathione is, it is an amazing, amazing antioxidant. So it's, it just has so many functions in our body. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that people are drawn to is its ability to heal our skin. So when it's like, when it comes to anti-aging, right? Like we know, NAD, vitamin C, really good for working on ourselves and like helping our telomeres and stuff like that. But glutathione is very good when it comes to our skin. And so healing like damage from UV light and that free radical damage to our skin. So lightening and brightening the skin when it comes to um, fine lines and wrinkles and age spots and things like that. I mean, there's just nothing better. And so we have such an attraction for it for especially high dose glutathione. Um, but there's so many other benefits. You know, we see people that take it for autoimmune issues. We get a lot of customers that come in with Lyme's disease and MS. And, um, and then we see a lot of people that are using it to help with, um, neurodegenerative issues like Parkinson's and dementia. And, um, you know, we see, um, even non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, people that just have a hard time losing weight because their liver is really what people don't realize is the main thing that holds on and can prevent us from losing weight. Um, hormone balance liver your liver liver congestion having a sluggish liver has a lot to do with um hormone balance as well most people don't realize that yeah it's huge so yeah i mean what is not to love with glutathione i mean it is (laughs) it is pretty incredible well and here's the thing too is that sometimes the verbiage in the spa that i'm like no 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 no, no, don't that's not like you have to frame this well because sometimes people might be like oh well you might not feel good and people are like well i don't want it And I'm like, no, that's not like, depending on the person, like I don't have that same response. But if someone is really toxic and their liver is congested, it's the process of you might feel a little bit tired or lagged, but it's not like you're, it's like, it's not like you got punched in the face and you've got the flu, but your body has to go through and rid itself of those toxins. So it's not uncommon to maybe just feel a little bit lethargic for a day, but it's not anything it's just one that like your body has to go through these processes because when you stay toxic, that's what builds these disease processes. Right, right. And it's the first step. Anybody that kind of wants to come in that, you know, is looking to make that that lifestyle change and they want to start feeling better and take a step forward in their health. I mean, it it's one of those things that's possible, but it's good. It's not it's not a bad thing. It's one of those things, just like you said, your body might feel a little under the weather and it's just getting all that crud, especially if you've, if you've really been hard on your body and you haven't taken the time to kind of take the initiative yet to start getting these things out. I mean, it is something that that can happen, but it's for the better. It's something that we, we want all that stuff to get flushed out of your body. They, I always talk about glutathione in the aspect of an antioxidant. Like years ago, I used to say, it's not a bank you can see, touch, you know, measure where now we can more with the functional medicine stuff. But what I find it really interesting is, for example, I'm preparing for a big health workshop, but it's about inflammation. And so, yeah. so much of what we're focusing on is improving insulin sensitivity. Yeah. And another one too that I had looked at from a 
clinical standpoint was reducing uh, ulcerative colitis damage. And so just those bigger aspects of like, what is glutathione? And we used to be like the fountain of youth. And you're like, why? And it's because when you're improving insulin sensitivity and chronic inflammation, like most people have no idea like what glutathione even is. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Especially on like on a cellular level, I think a lot of people kind of think of insulin resistance as like, oh, it's just this this thing that just kind of happens to our body and, you know, you know, maybe it's just me or maybe it's just my pancreas. It's just not working right. But it's so much more than that. It's really the cells in that area of our body that just aren't communicating right. They're not functioning the way that they need to. I mean, our cells have to work right to depolarize or basically cause a response so that way insulin can get released. And it's a, it's a huge thing that these things like glutathione, I mean, they repair that mitochondrial damage that occurs in the cells so that insulin resistance can get better. Yeah, that's why you're like this. It It's nickname, glutathione's nickname is your master antioxidant. Like it's, it's the fountain of youth. It's just one of those where most people don't realize the benefit. So if you were to say, right, in our short time, as we wrap up here in the next two to three minutes, uh, the same thing that I asked you about the IV vitamin C what would you say are some of the greatest benefits or your favorite benefits of glutathione that the average person might not know about? You know, one thing that I think is so cool was we actually had a a patient that was undergoing chemo and his liver enzymes spiked up. So we have our our AST and our ALT. These are the enzymes in our liver. And um, his uh, oncologist was like, we need to do something to get your liver enzymes down. Right. And we need to take care of you. And so when he came in, um, we actually spoke to him and he spoke to his oncologist about glutathione and he started doing it. And he was just doing, um, like a, a low dose of glutathione twice a month. And within a couple months, his liver enzymes had completely corrected and gone back to normal and mm-hmm. nothing else changed. His, his chemo didn't change. Nothing else changed. And so for somebody that I think is going through these therapies or going through, these things are like, I don't know why my, my lab values are high. I don't know why my liver enzymes are higher or, or things like that. I mean, there's a lot of amazing benefits with glutathione. And one thing that is so cool about prime is we actually give another um, amino acid that's called acetylcysteine and it helps our body produce glutathione. And so we actually hit the, and attack the, the cause from both areas. We give you glutathione for your body to use and get all these amazing benefits but we give you acetylcysteine, which helps to produce glutathione in your body. And now your body's helping itself at the same time. Yeah, we talk often about the amino acids. Cysteine, glutamine, and glycine are all ones that help your body naturally produce glutathione. Where oral, like, um, and here's, here, okay, so here's really interesting too. I used to recommend to people that they take liposomal glutathione. That was my standard go-to. Well, I learned more recently that, you know, the liposomal, it's a fat covering lipo fat, um, and it allows for better absorption. But so you keep it in your cheek. But in order for it to cross that mucosal lining, there has to be like a chemical of some sort. And for the average liposomal, albeit vitamin C or glutathione, is that they typically pair it with polyethylene glycol, which is any phrase, like it's a toxin. So I was talking to someone, another uh, practitioner who said, hey, you just have to only do one bottle. And I'm like thinking in my head, like I've, I've got like four or five bottles 
deep now. Like I've got one in my fridge sitting right now. And she goes, you have to acknowledge that you're giving people a small dose of poison for the greater good of glutathione. And I was like, I hate that. And so this has been one that from an IV standpoint, you can bypass that, that antifreeze that you're putting in your body in order to kind of absorb it because we know that oral consumption of glutathione is just no, like you're not, if you take, it's not a, you take glutathione, it increases your glutathione. That oral consumption doesn't work the same way, which is why we've always encouraged more of the amino acid buildup to help the body create the glutathione. But that's a longer process where now we have this opportunity an ability to immediately increase that kind of bank of glutathione. I think it's just an amazing aspect. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Without a doubt. And I mean, the same thing um, to tag on that. I mean, we had the same incident with these clients that were coming into our locations with, um, with Lyme's disease and um, and they were working with naturopaths and the naturopaths were like, you know, we really recommend you start taking glutathione and that was really how they started kind of directing them towards us. Because just like you said, I mean, the, the best absorption was kind of towards that liposomal effect. But then they started coming in and they're like, oh my goodness, you guys have it in the IV. And so then we started having just so many clients that had Lyme disease or any autoimmune issue or whatnot that are looking for that detox and that flush and just trying to heal their body from the inside out that started taking it and, and really seeing far, far superior effects from anything that they would have been taking at home. Yeah, it's, um, it's wonderful. And most people just don't know the benefits. And I think that's part of inevitably our outreach at Prime IV in Greenwood is that most people just don't even know that this is an option or they've done it, but they may not have had the same experience because of the quality or the compounding or questions and concerns. So that's one that we always address at our location in terms of Prime IV Greenwood. So that's primeivgreenwood.com, primeivgreenwood.com, phone number 317-882-8889. That's 317-882-8889, primeivgreenwood.com. If you come in, say, hey, I heard Dr. Leon on the radio and you will get 15% off your first IV, your first time in the, the spa. So we are located at the corner of Smith Valley and 135. We are directly in between the Qdoba and the UPS store on that corner. So Connor, I always appreciate your time. I always appreciate your knowledge I look forward to next time we can dive down a little bit deeper. For everyone listening, always remember that your power is on.